welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Today, we feature audio from the Elite Business Advice Podcast with Chris Moore. This episode is sponsored by 3M, Conquer, and PPG. Welcome to Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors, and the goal of our podcast is to help you grow your business and also educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. Today, we've got Eric Bossell here with us. Eric's the production manager for Paint the Earth, a local painting company here in St. Louis, one of our clients. And we're going to talk through a little bit about what it's like on the business perspective coming from your production team. Eric, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate great. it. I appreciate it. We talked about this a couple months back at the uh, Sherwin-Williams Pro Show, and uh, I'm glad we're finally at a spot to be able to record this. So, Me too. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of your role at Paint the Earth. Yeah, let's see. Uh, I started at Paint the Earth uh, four years ago. Okay. Um, I knew Joel um, probably five or six years before that. Yeah. And uh, I had never painted before. Okay. Um, uh you know, I got my degree in music and okay. did all sorts of stuff. So anything but painting? Anything but painting. Yep. But, um, you know, uh, I love to work with my hands. Okay. And it was, uh, you know, I contacted him. He was looking for uh, some help yeah. and joined up. And uh, I've been learning ever since. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. I know he shared a lot. Um, you know, just when we met him. So we've been working with you guys for like two years now, which is crazy to think about. It's been two years. Yeah. And it's been really cool to see your guys' growth over the last couple of years and stuff. You guys have had some amazing accomplishments, and I'm excited for what the future holds, too. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I remember he was like, guys, yeah, like everybody that works for us never had painting experience. Right. Right? And I love it because that's kind of the philosophy we tell people. Yeah. Like, find good people mm-hmm. that have good skills and good capabilities and teach them how to paint. Absolutely. You figured it out. It's not rocket science. It's not. There's an art and a science to it, but it's not rocket science. Yes, it is something that is, uh, you can directly see yeah. your result yeah. very quickly. <laughs> and so with that, you're able to learn quickly too. Yeah, like, for sure. You know, so, and right. yeah, the, the learning curve's not insanely high. Right, It's, it's right. very accessible. Well, and, you know, I remember, um, you know, when I first met Joel and was talking with you and, and Ben, um, and, yeah. you know, just like getting to kind of know you guys a little bit. And I was like, man, Joel has a lot of really great assets here. Hmm. And it was like, how how do you grow the company now like you know you've you've got good people right Mm -hmm. with good leadership skills good capabilities good skill sets everybody has their weaknesses but like you have a lot of strengths here with you guys Mm -hmm. um you know you guys were just kind of the core of the team initially whenever i first met joel uh so not to slight anybody else from the team i just want to make that very clear but um but you know and i was like man like you have a lot of really good assets like Mm -hmm. you know you're and i I told him i was like you're like two years ahead of yourself at this point right Mm -hmm. because you've got good people that now you got to figure out how to really utilize their skill set. And that's when you've kind of slid into this production manager role. Um, has it been about a year now? It's been a, yep. right about a year. Right that's what I year. was thinking. I mm-hmm. remember having that conversation with him last summer. So, um, how has Joel, so Joel Griner's the owner. Um, Joel actually did an episode with us last year about mental health in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, so check it out. Uh, but you know, how has he kind of empowered you to take on and own this production role that you're in? Yeah, I think it, it it's all about trust. Okay. 
and he um you know it does start with that connection and him looking for for people that he wants to work with yeah <clears throat> and so it was it wasn't just a quick cutoff it was a kind of a long transition you right. know, I learned a lot from him being on the job with him and you know what it looks like to start a job all yeah. the way to end a job and uh, slowly but surely you know he gave me a little bit more responsibility more, more responsibility and the reins and it was also something I came to him yeah was like that. I'm looking I, I, I really want to do yep. that type of thing and uh, and so you know he he uh, took the risk and yeah. let me let me have some of that responsibility so that's awesome yeah you know I, I i will say this much um i feel like your hunger and your determination to kind of take that role and own it has been probably the biggest catalyst i've seen in your guys business in the last year mm -hmm. uh, because for 90 percent of companies out there production is the bottleneck right mm -hmm. um, owners can market they can bring leads in they can sell you know, a million dollars worth of work, right? But the, the biggest hiccup is always, can you produce a million dollars worth of work, right? Um, and I know you guys aren't there yet, next right. year maybe, we'll right. see. Um, but <laughs> but just in seeing what you guys have done and, you know, over the last couple of years, I think you sliding into that role and owning production and running with it. And you guys have had to figure out like your systems and, you know, your coordination with Joel, with your office staff, you know, like a little bit of, you know, there's been some growing pains, obviously, like anything. Yeah. Um, but I think you sliding into that role and taking ownership of that so Joel can focus on what he's good at and everybody has their strengths and what you're good at, um, I think has really been the, the biggest game changer in your guys' business this year. So um, mm. it's been cool to see that. I know one thing that you implemented was, is it Monday, Mondays? Which one? It's it? Monday. Okay, Monday. Which we've all had our like. Can we just call it Mondays? <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know. Like, Monday app or. Yeah, whatever it is. Right? So there's yeah. a there's something out there called Monday, right? Yes, yes. Um, that you guys have really implemented into your job sites and your production and stuff. And I know I think that kind of was a big like aha moment for you guys. Um, chat a little bit about that. How do you guys use it? What is it? Um, just kind of walk me through that. Yeah, Monday is a project management um, app okay. and software. Um, you know, originally, you know, I was trying to find a way to really capture everything that's happening yeah. in the business. And especially as we started to grow, it just became kind of paramount to like, how do we get our arms around right. this? And so I'm not real great with spreadsheets and yeah. I was trying my best and, you know, um, so found the app uh, Monday yeah. and um, it's very intuitive and, and pretty easy to use. Okay. Um, so uh, basically took our jobs, um, all the jobs that are happening, uh, all the jobs that are in the pipeline we call, right. and then the jobs that are upcoming, then the current jobs, yeah. and then all the jobs that are finished. Okay. All of that is captured um, for 2022 gotcha. on Monday. Nice. So you can go and look at any job. And <clears throat> there, it's very uh, customizable, but we have, uh, you know, deliverables that we need right. um, from customers. Um, and then on production, where are we at in the production? Yeah. Are we at the beginning? Are we still getting supplies? Um, are we executing? Are we finishing? Okay. Those types of things. And so it, it also becomes a rally point for the team. Yeah. Um, so everybody, you know, our phones are about as important as paintbrushes yep. at times. Yep. And so um, it's, a, it's a way for communication to happen as well. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. So it's kind of a project management tool. Mm -hmm. um, do you guys kind of utilize it as like your work orders and stuff too? And, and, you know, all the things you need to know about each job? Like how far do you guys go with that? 
Yeah, it's been a real learning process. Yeah. Um, my my approach to things a lot of times is like dive in all the way. Yeah, and, and then s- figure it out as you go, right? <laughs> and then it's like kind of let's let's zoom out again because yep. I zoom in pretty hard. Okay. And so originally there, I was literally transferring everything on the on the job on Jobber into Monday and creating every line item, yeah. um, every sublight item, yeah. uh, you know, paint supplies, all the different things into every project. Um, and that just became uh, a lot of work, <laughs> a lot of work. And it was actually slowing things down. You yeah. know, when you think of tools, you want tools to help leverage. Yeah. And this was starting to bog it down. Okay. And That's so good. we, we have pulled back some and okay. cause I was expecting all the paint leads to be updating things. Yeah. It was a little too much. Yeah. And so for me now, I'm the one who updates those things. Okay. And really, um, myself, Joel and Joyce, yeah. our office manager, um, really do all the behind the scenes project management okay and then my interaction with the team is a lot of times through the monday app nice give me an update any obstacles right how are things looking to finish cool that's awesome i know that that's been a a big piece of your guys kind of organization and being able to streamline stuff Mm -hmm. right like you said you know tools like that are systems to streamline things make life easier right and so it's it's good that you guys recognize like hey this is actually you know we hit the peak right and then now we're actually like diminishing returns you know and so like let's go back to a little bit more simplistic measures and i think that's a key thing with business right i always say businesses that adapt and change are the ones that are going to succeed you know if you guys are like oh this is just what we're going to keep doing like no like pivot and figure out a better way to do things right and i've seen that with you guys in the last two years um you obviously have a lot going on especially summertime right you guys had you know eight nine employees here throughout the summertime with summer help um how do you manage your time? Like, you know, you got a lot of projects going on. I know you're overseeing multiple projects. You guys had a huge $100,000 project you guys did at MoBAP University here. Yeah. Um, I think it turned out to be almost like 120 even at that point. Um, you know, how did you, how do you manage your time on a weekly basis? You know, do you time block things? Like what's kind of your philosophy with that? Yeah, I, um, and this has been a growing process yeah, no, for it's me good. too. Yeah. Listen, uh, I don't bring people on here to like say like Eric's the expert yeah, in everything. Yeah, I don't right? want to like, be like, I want, exactly. exactly. I want you to share your story and what you've learned so others can learn from it. Yeah. Every day doesn't look the same. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, but in general, I try to keep uh, mornings to afternoon um, in production. Okay. And so when I think of in production on the production line, yeah. meaning I've got a brush, I've got a sprayer, I'm part of the the production at that point. Okay. Um, uh, so I try to do like four to maybe six hours okay. a day doing that. Um, and then on the back end, I really work on more of the production management yeah. side. Okay. Um, and, and I do have specific things that I want to get done each day. Right. Uh, I that's good. really try to keep an eye on our labor hours. Yeah. You know, that's the you know, the quintessential, you know, uh, of a job and then just staying ahead of the curve for everybody and what jobs are coming up. Yeah, that's good. Um, But there are inevitable times where I'm also doing other things, you know, (laughs) for sure. Yeah, for sure. Got to pick up paint and drive it over to another career or something. Yeah, I get that. Uh, But it's good. Like I said, I just wanted to kind of get some insight on, you know, trying to as much as you can structure your day, right? We're morning is production afternoon is management stuff right Uh, because i think that's a question we get a lot with like production managers like how do we do this right like we still need them to be out on the line painting you know like we're maybe not at a spot like you know where you guys are at right now it's like you can't 
necessarily afford a full-time salary without getting any production out of it. Um, So like, how do you balance that? Right. You know, because obviously as companies get closer to a million dollars, they have the extra cash to be able to like now production managers, a hundred percent leadership. Right. Um, And where, you know, you guys are at right now, it was like, okay, we're, we're close to it, but like, we still need a little bit of work out of Eric. Um, you know, I know that ebbs and flows throughout the year, right? Is busy times. And, you know, I know summertime, you're a little bit more on the management side. Yeah. Wintertime, you're a little bit more hands-on because things are slower. You don't have as many projects going on because it snows here in St. Louis in January. <laughs> so, um, you know, so it, it just that kind of helps give some insight on, on how to balance your time and your schedule with that. So, yeah, um, absolutely. So what are some of the responsibilities you've taken on in this role, right? A, a production manager can mean so many things, right? Yeah. Um, what, what's kind of some of the stuff you've taken off of Joel's plate that you do, you know, you interact with customers, like it, it, what, just kind of give us a scope of everything you deal with, um, you know, in a project from start to finish. Absolutely. Yeah. I, when I think of the production management role, I, I think of all of production in paint the earth. Yeah. So every job that's happening, um, and then down into the details of how do we do the work? Right. You know, the SOPs, the standards that yep. we, we want to do so that we repeat our process, we repeat good work. Right. Um, so, yeah, um, again, like I said, I look at the schedule, it's coming up. Um, there is a handoff to me from the sales and kind of office yeah. to now we're getting into the production team. Right. Okay. And so that's when I start to engage with the customer. Okay. Um, and then also tell like who's going to be the lead. Yeah. That type of thing. Okay. Um, but I really just try to set up everybody to succeed. Good. Um, so that they have what they need and they can be on it. So right. I'm not right. constantly, you know, or they feel like they're waiting for me or something like yeah. that. So I guess yeah. in the process then, um, by the time it gets to you, is you know does the is the is the colors already been solidified is like the material orders and i know again it's probably not gonna be perfect for everything right but like at what point like do you you know what's on your plate as far as some of those things go yeah those are some of those lines that we've started to really draw and that's been great because um and really the deliverables um for me is the the color the sheen the product gotcha um and then i do the ordering for that okay so you handle making sure all the materials and supplies are ready to go which makes sense yeah exactly and And then joyce handles scheduling and some of those things she does she does the scheduling um joel and i work together to see like where projects are at so that we can start to get them in okay but yeah she's the interface with the customer okay and really you know that's been huge Huge. yeah i'm (laughs) sure really great yeah and and i think it's good too because i know at one point like you were trying to do schedule like you were trying to like joel sells the job and then all of a sudden it's eric's responsibility to take it across the finish line um and i know it was becoming a lot for you guys right and so again another thing of like hey we have this resource with joyce as the office manager how can we you know and there's got to be that high level of communication still right projects are running early projects are running late weather delays those are your things that you're dealing with on the production right. side that now have to get relayed so it's you know it's a lot of high communication things yeah um that i think is what makes your guys business function so well the way it does yeah it's the there's always the on the ground that's happening yeah and then those that aren't working on the ground right and that that communication's got to be there yeah and, and it does go back to just like people's skill sets yeah. like having someone who's really good at just my only job is just connecting with the customer yeah and then 
getting the team there right to do the work so. yeah now that's awesome and then after so you know team's there you're checking in on hours mm -hmm. uh, which is a huge point i love that you guys do that because most people are like wait we're supposed to keep an eye on labor hours we're not <laughs> supposed to wait and see what happens at the end um so <laughs> props to you on that yeah um so you're checking in on that obviously making sure things are going smooth getting other projects started um do you close out the job like let's kind of walk through do you do the walkthrough do you guys have your your crew leads do that how does that typically function I don't do the walkthroughs anymore. Okay. Um, our, our, um, we have three main paint leads that um, are trained to know how yeah. to do the, the job from the beginning to the end. Cool. Um, and really, uh, in the beginning, I was kind of doing that, yeah. kind of going shoulder to shoulder, but um, they need to be the ones to do it because they're the ones in the home. They've doing had the, the interface project. with the customer. Yeah. The customer has been aware of what's happening. Yeah. You know, me coming in is, is going to be, I don't know what's, exactly going on so right. yeah our our leads do the the final walkthrough that's awesome um yeah if there's anything that i need to help with i i, I do for sure no but, that's cool well and i think it's you know kind of a good point to note to anybody listening to this right like so there's there's kind of multiple handoffs here yeah. right and as long as you set it up and set the expectation the right way it's fine right you know mm -hmm. i hear some people are like oh well i sold the job so they're expecting me to show up and paint it and i was like well you didn't set the right expectation yeah. at the estimate about how awesome your team is mm -hmm. and you know blah 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 right like it's i call it edification right mm -hmm. you need to edify the person you're going to hand this off to next mm -hmm. right and so joel sets the estimate hey man we've got a great team of people we've got an office manager we've got eric's our production manager we have paint leads you know, like we're a, a legitimate company, not just a one man show, nothing wrong with that. Sure. Um, you know, and then he's able to effectively hand it off to Joyce to do the scheduling. Joyce is able to then hand it off to you to run with it with production, but then you're also kind of handing it off to your paint leads, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think to, to some people, they're like, oh my God, that's too much, right? It was, again, as long as it's communicated mm -hmm. and the expectations are there, and it's not just like, oh, yeah, this person's going to call you. Have a good day. It's like, hey, no, Ben is our, you know, our paint lead. He's got a lot of experience. He'll be great to help you. I'm here if you need something. But like Ben is going to be your main, you know, point person on this um, through the rest of the project. Like as long as there's those communication things, people understand that's how companies work. Yeah. And I think they appreciate knowing the person's name that's coming. Exactly. You know, it's such a small thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it's not like, Hey, yeah, somebody will be there. It's right. like, Hey, Ben, Ben Chapman is our, is our guy. He's going to show up. He's going to be there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That puts people at ease. I mean, yeah, we're coming into their homes. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, who's going to be here? Yep. No. So I think that, I think you guys have a really good kind of flow of things. Um, and how you guys operate and hand off. And again, you guys are still learning. You guys are still sure. growing, right? Um, but I think you guys have really solidified some of your systems on that. Um, what are any other beneficial things that you think business owners should know, you know, in regards to having a production manager um, just that you've learned or any other thoughts? Yeah, so uh, I've actually sat in the wheel of being an owner. Yeah. Uh, I had a small business that I ran for three years. Right. And so... Um, there's a weight that I know that owners carry. Yeah. Um, they're trying to get, you know, their name out there yeah. to, to customers. And then once the customers know that name, they want to be able to sell that yeah. work to them. So, and then make sure they're making money on it. Exactly. Right. And that the product's actually happening. Yeah. You know, so, uh, so ha having someone to shoulder that weight, is huge and take the production side out of it doesn't mean the owner you know joel's not engaged with that right but um that to me has been the what i see as the biggest benefit yeah is is um is to for an owner to be able to say okay 
here you go. Yeah, let's let you're going to own the production part. Yeah. I can be engaged with that, but yeah, and I'm going to help coach you. Exactly. And I know you guys meet every Wednesday, you Absolutely. know, for for a meeting, and obviously talk multiple times throughout the week. And um, I, I'm going to share this. Joel might get mad at me, and I don't really care. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he called me. That this was a really cool moment for me, and I think it's just a good point to to what you've done and where you guys are at as a company. He called me earlier this year and he said, Chris, I'm, I'm having a crisis. And I'm like, oh my God, what happened? Like, did Eric quit? Like, what happened? And he goes, I'm bored. And I said, "Come, what? And he goes, I am I, I'm getting bored. Like, and I was like, Joel, this is amazing. I said, because think of every phone call you've called me with the next essential crisis the last two years. Mm. And they've been legitimate crises or something, you know, that we have to fix. I was like, this is a fun problem to have. And I said, uh, I don't think he's bored anymore, so don't worry. Uh, but yeah, no. it, it was it was cool to see his mentality of like, he's because that was his question. He said, what should I be doing in my business now? Hmm. He said, because Eric's owning production and running with it and doing a great job. Hmm. Joyce is running the office and doing well with the admin stuff. What else should I be doing, you know? And, and so that's where we've kind of divulged conversations and, and things as you guys are growing and planning for that growth now. Yeah. Uh, but it was a very cool experience of Joel. Sorry if you get mad at me for saying that. He told me I have to pay him a royalty every time I mention his name, by the way, in all my episodes. Wow. I always use him, you guys as an example. But He's going to love this though. I know, right? He yeah. He's up to like a nickel now. So, uh, wow. but you know, but I think it was cool just to see that like when you, ha when you put people in the right spots, when you empower them to take things off your plate, yeah. it allows you to do other things. And now he's at a spot where he has time to start planning growth for where does this company go in the next one, two, three, four, five years. And the cool part is what opportunities does that open up for you guys, right. right? You know, what? how can you continue to grow in your role with him and, and grow within the company if that's your plan? You know, how can you bring other painters up into estimators? Like he's now at the next level of planning out the growth for Paint the Earth um, because he has the time to mm -hmm. because you're rocking production and because you guys have the right systems in place. And, and sometimes it's, it's a long-term mindset you have to have with that, right? Yeah. Um, and so I just, I think it's cool to see how you guys have kind of worked together in that role and, and made it work, right? Like I said, I mean, you know, you guys weren't at a spot to take on a full-time production manager salary without any production coming out of it, right. just because of where you guys were at at the time. Um, and so we figured out how to make it work. And that's that's what I always tell people, figure out what you want your business to look like and build the people and, and systems around it. So, um, What's the culture like at Paint the Earth? So I know you've been there, you know, you said four years now. You're mm -hmm. still here. Obviously, something's going well. Um, I know you guys recently did a, a fun lake trip to celebrate, um, you know, just an amazing year that you guys have had so far. Um, we talk a lot about culture. I see it. I, I, I hear about it from Joel's side. I hear about it from your side and on the other painters. Um, what what makes the culture so great? And, and where do you how do you think it's going to set you guys up for success in the future? Yeah, there's a lot of attraction to the work environment. I think the work environment is the thing that is the glue to yeah. uh, paint the earth. Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's a joyous place to be, and I I, I don't like using the word joy a lot of times. Yeah. It kind of gives the like happy go lucky. Yeah, we're skipping yeah. around, holding hands, or something. Right. And that's not what I mean by joy, but it's a it's a place where you know. Uh, you can be yourself, you can work with other people yeah. uh, that you like, and um, there's so many great things about the, the working at Paint the Earth and the culture that we have. Um, there's a lot of care, yeah. you know, that people have, uh, not only for each other, but also for the job. Yeah. You know, um, there's a real sense of community. I mean, there's a lot of laughing going on. Yeah. Um, you know, and we all learn our different 
you know, likes and dislikes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get really into, like, movies or something. And I won't shut up about something yeah. forever. And so we're, you know, everybody's got that. Yeah. You know, so it's a great workplace. Um, and at the same time, it's it's hard work we're doing, too. Yeah. You know? Oh, it is, right? You know, and I think that's an important thing is, you know, obviously recruiting is a hot topic right now, right? Mm. Recruiting and retention yeah. and all these things. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just important to note, like, how you can create a, a healthy culture, right? And and here's what I, I – I love the motto, work hard, play hard. Yeah. And I know that's almost a little cliche, but I love that motto. That's, that was our motto back with student painters, and I've always just take, taken that mentality with me is that's exactly what you guys embody, right? You guys have fun. I love the way that, that you guys highlight that on Instagram and your social media, right? Yeah. Like you guys are always posting cool <laughs> stuff, funny things. Like you can tell you guys enjoy what you do. Yeah. Um, and that's to me an important thing with it, right? But the cool thing is you guys are crushing your numbers too, right? Mm. You know, I think I see a lot of companies, they either have way too good a culture, the owners are too flexible, and then you're not hitting the mark on numbers. Or it's, hey, it's all about numbers, 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 and everybody's miserable and hates coming to work, right? And I right. think you guys really have a good balance between the fun stuff, right? And we were talking about the Lake Day you guys had, you know, yeah. was it, I guess two weeks ago now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we were talking about that, and it's like most owners are like, well, guys, we got a ton of work that needs done. Mm -hmm. We got, you know, this that needs to be happen. Oh, it's going to cost me how much to take this day to, to pay you guys to be there, right. to, you know, not have anything produced, right? And I know you guys did some kind of team training stuff in the morning. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned about how you feel like that also increases the productivity before and after events like that. Um, oh, yeah. feel free to share any other thoughts you've got on that. Yeah. I think just the very fact that, you know, Joel put this out there that we're going to go have a fun day. Yeah. Um, everybody was looking forward to it. Yeah. You know, it is a day that everyone's getting paid, Yeah. but it's not, um, you're not just getting paid to have fun. Like there's real value in coming together, um, outside of being on that production line, yeah. producing day in, day out. Um, and like hanging out with everybody, yep. there's just an inherent value. And then getting back to it, you just kind of have a, a, a fresh sense of, yeah. you know, work and stuff. Yeah. It's no. pretty cool. And I think, you know, I don't want to say you take a step back to take a step forward, hmm. forward, but yeah. like, it's, it's kind of, you know, like that, right? Yeah. When you look at it from a monetary a way to put it. value, it's like, you kind of take a step back, you pay money, you lose production, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Joel and I sat down um, you know, at one point last year and calculated up like what these days cost the company, right? Not just in the expenses incurred between paying you guys and, and whatever event and things you guys are doing and food, um, but also like how much profit the company's losing for a day like this. And when you look at that number, it makes you never want to have one of those days. Like, trust me, you're like, oh, that's a lot more than I was expecting when you look at the opportunity cost and the expenses. Yeah. But I think that it's good. And that's why I always tell people, you need to have a balance of that, right? You need to have those days because it does build the culture of the company. Yeah. It does bring everybody together. It does increase the productivity probably before, definitely after the events. Um, and so it's like you're, you're forking out a little bit of money, but you're getting a big return on it, yeah. both in the short term and the long term with you guys. Um, and so I encourage people to have those days, have those employee appreciation things, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that's one thing I think that, that you guys are empowered in your roles, you know, and um, I hope it comes across your way like that. It seems like it from my perspective. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing that's a huge value there is we don't have a lot of turnover. Yeah. I mean, people, when they feel a sense of accomplishment and a, a sense of togetherness yeah. with people around them, yeah. there's, that's something that, you know, everybody's looking for. Yeah, you know? for sure. So, 
for yeah. sure. Um, well, as we kind of wrap up yeah. here, um, what's one thing you feel like has helped you manage and lead employees more effectively? I mean, I, I would think the number one thing is that I enjoy it. That's good. Yeah. Um, I enjoy um, working with people. Yeah. I enjoy um, taking on something yeah. and getting people around it to accomplish something right. together. A team goal. Yeah, a team goal. Like, it, it feels really great. It feels good to do something on your own. Right. Like, I did that. But it also just feels great to do something collectively. Right. You know, and so the more I get to see that happen, you know, that's what fills my bucket a lot of times. I love it. Um, yeah, and it's, a, and it's a passion. I like seeing, you know, people set up to succeed. Yeah. Um, I like to see customers happy and that's cool. You know, like, uh, you know, I share the vision of, uh, you know, making St. Louis a, a more beautiful place. Yeah. And I think we're doing it yep. day in, day out. One house at a time. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. love it. No, that's good. I, I think you have to find people that are passionate about those things, right? Yeah. You can't put a, a non-people person in a people person role, right? Absolutely. Um, and so it's been cool. So, well, Eric, I appreciate, um, I think this might have even been your idea to do this. I don't even remember <laughs> from our conversation, but um, I appreciate <laughs> sure. you coming and doing yeah. this. Yeah. Um, I hope that the business owners were able to take some value out of it and kind of how to implement a production manager and a good culture in their business. Um, yeah. And uh, it's been really fun to watch you guys grow in the last two years. And I think even more excited than that's been, I'm excited to see where you guys go in the next two years. And I know you're going to play a big role in it. So I appreciate it. For sure, man. Awesome. Thanks. It's been a joy. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.